Hey, Tyler. What's up? How did you get your name? That's a great question that I probably should get more clarification on. I know um, that, yeah, honestly, I, I really don't know. What? Like, yeah, John I know. Sherry. I know. We need you to call in right now. <laughs> need to do a little phone a friend. <laughs> That's a great, great question, though. You know, I, I know, like, I, I genuinely, like, if I had to guess, it was maybe like a, a baby book kind of thing or something like that. But what they almost called me was, was Quillen. So that's, so that's the, the bigger yikes here. <laughs> I used to grow up telling them that I would have needed so much therapy if they had named me Quillen. Quillen? Quillen. Quillen. Wow. Yeah. Well, I wasn't laughing at any Quillens out there, just well, so you know. I'm laughing at the Quillens out there. <laughs> All of you Quillens. You got the short end of the stick. That's interesting. Yeah, it was like a great granddad name, something like that. Wow. But I don't know where Tyler came from, to be honest. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you? Uh, I got my name... Well, I know that my parents were going to name my brother Christopher. He was the firstborn. Gotcha. But ended up going with his name based on my grandfather's name. Okay. So that was kind of like an honoring the grandfather deal. And then they just kind of had Christopher in their back pocket. Mm -hmm. And so when they had a second boy, they were like, yeah, we're going to run that back. <laughs> and that's how I got my name. Middle name came from my dad's name. Yeah. So, and, that's, and that's my middle name as yeah. well as my dad's name. So, uh. What an uninteresting uh, opening podcast question, but yeah. Quillen. I'm Quillen, yeah, I'm, that's, Quillen a, that's the thing. That was the, yeah. that's the kicker. Wow. I know. That's your new nickname. That'd well, be great. I'd, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tweak. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome everybody to Weekly Hope. We're here talking about Genesis chapter 21. And uh, it's a boy, so it's a boy. Yeah, Isaac. He's on this. Not my Isaac. Uh, Isaac in the Bible. He's on the scene, and uh, finally born in Genesis twenty-one, one through seven. Feels like a long time coming. Seriously, finally here. Ten chapters. It's crazy. Uh, a lot leading up to these seven verses, which mm -hmm. is fascinating. You know, you just you, you see all this promise leads up to this, and then it's like, all right, it happened. Moving on to the next thing. Um, but and I really loved this passage and loved preaching this sermon, and it really was just kind of a it's a, it's a joyful yeah passage in the book of Genesis. Uh, we we kind of made that note in the beginning of the sermon um, that you know I'd say it's probably joyful for everybody except for those who are sure. you know, really aspiring to have children and can kind of identify with Sarah in that season pre Isaac, and so. I mean, if that's if that's you, just as we said yesterday, I just wanted you to hear us say that you are seen and cared for, and um, and and God sees you, and we would love to pray for you, pray over you, or uh, just be here for for you in this season, no matter what it is that's leading to um, to that in in your life. And so, I just wanted to make that note. But as we jump into Genesis twenty one, I really see a, a few themes about. God and, and some theological themes that come out of how God works and operates in this story of Isaac being born. Um, so that's really what we talked about. We had four main things, that God always keeps His promises, mm -hmm. that God rewards patience, um, that God reveals His power, and that God accomplishes His purpose. 
And so, Tyler, I'll kick it over to you. Anything from the sermon yesterday or anything that you thought just really stood out or was an encouragement to you? Yeah, no, definitely. I think the within that first point about God always keeping His promises, I really loved like the emphasis on um, what was like said to Sarah. And so it was that, like, as he visited Sarah, it was as he had said, as he had promised, and at the time which God had spoken to him. Yeah. And I just think, like, not only does God keep his promises, but he keeps them, like, exactly as he said they would be at the time in which he promised it would happen. And, um, like, yeah, and just as he promised. And yeah. I just, I thought the, like, added emphasis there is is really important and something really just been thinking about. Yeah, I think it's like if you're just reading through the Bible, it's it's two verses that are very easy to glance over. Sure. But that so highlight God's attention to detail and his like perfection that uh even as we said in the service yesterday as we were in worship that when God makes a promise, it's as good as done. Yeah. Like it's going to happen and uh, man, I just been able to rest in that as I've been studying this passage and then um, and been, you know, preaching through yesterday and has really just sat on my heart as well. Mm. So, so we said, what does that mean for me? Well, we can have confidence in the ultimate promise that God has given us, and then we can trust in God's ultimate plan as well. So, uh, went on to that he rewards mm-hmm. patience and, um, in Hebrews ten thirty six, you know, said for we have need of endurance mm. so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. And talked a lot about patience yesterday. So yeah. anything that stood out to you from there, Tyler? Well, honestly, just, just already kind of thinking about it with uh, context of groups and just thinking about like, just asking that question of like, man, what is, wh- what areas of my life am I like good with patience and what areas of my life am I not good with patience? Mm. Um, Cause I think for me, like sometimes like the day to day grind of things is stuff that I'm actually okay with when it comes to patience, but like big life decisions is where like I really resonate with, with Abraham here and Sarah is like, like you said, we've had 10 chapters of them just like having to be patient on like the biggest thing for them, which yeah. was a child to come. And so like the day-to-day grind of life, like those ways, I, I think like the Lord's gifted me with the ability to, to work through that and be patient in that part of the process, but not when it comes to like big changes and yeah. decisions. And so just kind of thinking about that in my own life in regards to um, God rewarding that patience here. Mm, that's good. We were reading in Romans, uh, just uh, even in our Bible reading plan, mm-hmm. uh, and we see that like that patience is something that is so important, even in patience, even in suffering, um, you know, because suffering produces endurance, endurance, character, character, hope, and hope will not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit whom mm-hmm. he has given us. And, you know, I was just, just reminded of that uh, and, and had that quote from Thomas Watson in The Art of Divine Contentment that um, God sees in his wisdom that the same condition is not convenient for all people. And um, I think that was you know just really helpful for me to see as well that like we don't live in this like every person deserves or every person gets the exact sure. same thing in life mm-hmm. um, that God and His wisdom like gives some to some who can bear more and less to others who can't or some more resources to some who can manage more and that he desires to manage more or, or less to others that yeah, yeah. he gives other gifts to and other rewards to. And, um, and like, again, just seeing like, that's a, it's a, it's an important thing for me to recognize that like my life doesn't have to be exactly like every other person's life. Um, and that God has like 
an ultimate plan and he has ultimate uh he can see it all and mm-hmm. ultimate like ability to control it all to to help me and what he's called me to do for his kingdom no for sure so which leads to the you know the, the third thing is that god reveals his power um and we see here this really is a miraculous birth yeah um it's not wow like how, how old are they? Sure. You're like, no, she was past the age of childbearing. Yeah. And like, this is a miracle. Um, you know, it's funny that Paul said in Romans four that, you know, they, they consider themselves as good as dead. Mm. Um, and we see like, this is a, it's, it's laughable because like, it's a miracle. Yeah. And like everybody laughs. Um, so I, I just think that's like so important to see that like, this is, this is a miracle. This is a work of God, not just like a wow. It just took a long time, like, but they finally, finally did it. You know, finally made it happen. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, kudos by the way, kudos to uh, Abraham. Man, you know, yeah, just keeping the flame alive. It. Yeah, for real. A hundred. It's impressive. So, there's that. <laughs> Something to strive for. <laughs> I, I did think that. So this is kind of interesting. Uh, in our student ministry, we're talking through the book of Acts right now. Yeah. And so what we were just sharing last night was about the the lame beggar being healed, which is so Peter is is healing this man at the temple right after Pentecost, and he refers to this story to talk about miracles. And so like in in twenty five, verse twenty five of Acts three, he says, "You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your fathers." saying to Abraham, and in your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Mm-hmm. And so he's using this this miracle um, to parallel with what these people have just witnessed with this man being healed, to say that like God can and does do these extraordinary things and actions in order to bring the greatest blessing he could ever bring, which is Christ. Mm. And so I, I really love, and that kind of parallels with your last purpose being the ultimate purpose that comes from God just accomplishing his purpose and, and what that means for today. Um, but just thought it was a neat parallel with with students last night. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just close with this because it impacted me. Was Isaiah forty six eight through ten, uh, where God says, "Remember this and stand firm. Recall it to mind, you transgressors. Remember the former things of old. For I am God, and there is no other like me. I am God, and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning, mm. and from ancient times things not yet done. Saying, My counsel shall stand." And I will accomplish all my purpose. Uh, and what a great truth and just great reminder, not only for Abraham and Sarah, mm. but for us today, that God will accomplish all that he purposes. And so we can rest in that. And as we prepare to see this next chapter of this, what God's uh-huh. challenging them after the birth of Isaac and this really you know, test of faith, um, that it, it really leads up to that and uh, and what he's calling us to do in our lives as well. So yeah, um, yeah, fun fun sermon and uh, and a great time just gathering yesterday for sure. And just a, a joyous passage in general. Yeah. I think that's like some of some of the cool pieces we get to see and just walking through a book of the Bible is coming off of like the tail end of, of some harder passages of Sodom and Gomorrah and things like that. And knowing that like where we're going to go is like a, a pretty hard challenge when it comes to like Abraham and potentially having to give up Isaac. Yeah. Um, so to just sit in passages like this where we get to just sit in the joys of, of God, you know, accomplishing his promises is, is just cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So is there anything going on in the life of Hope Church we can be excited for? 
Oh, super pumped for this coming Sunday. We got a night of worship and prayer uh, out at Willio Baptist Church in Roswell, Georgia. Mm. And we're going to be gathering together at 5 p.m. just to worship and pray together uh, from 5 to 6. And then afterwards, we'll have dinner together in their fellowship hall. So Willio's church that is giving us their building and uh, and and asking us to plant a church or do something with it in the future. And so this May 1st is going to really kick off 90 days of prayer kind of now through the summer that we're just going to be praying that God would give us wisdom into what does he want us to do with that uh, resource and kick that off this Sunday night by worshiping and praying and fellowshipping together there. So really excited about it. You can RSVP for that on our website at hopechurchjc.com slash events and would love for your family to come out and worship with us on Sunday night. So it'll be a lot of fun. Then we have a men's event coming up on May the 14th, mm-hmm. and it'll be a great time at our house. Uh, we're just going to be doing some... I'm, I'm super sorry. That was... Yeah, that's May 14th. Yeah, Man, yeah, yeah. No, um, you've got the right date. My mind's gone on that one. <laughs> but we'll have some uh, cornhole, have some great dinner, and just be hanging out for guys to be able to connect and get to know one another. So you can sign up for that on our uh, on our website as well. So, Tyler, anything else that I'm missing? No, I think you got it all. Yeah, I, I, I'm just excited. I think we got some fun stuff coming up. Absolutely. Cannot wait for this week, and I uh, can't wait to gather together next Sunday. So we'll see you there.